we, we want him to raise our kids, but we don't want him to meet our wives. <laughs> Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. In this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. And welcome to Unscripted for this week. Yeah, I am your host, Bill Petrie. And with me, as always, is the other host of this fine program, Dr. Kirby Hossaman from Coshocton, Ohio. Kirby, how the hell are you? I am about one cup of coffee from being all sorts of awesome. How are you, man? I don't drink coffee. I just wake <laughs> up awesome. That's yes. how I do it. Um, and you yeah. know what, Kirby? You know who else is awesome? Who's that? <laughs> I'm sorry. That was like the most tailor-made transition in the history of this broadcast. Yep. Bam Bams yes. is awesome because they are your partner for domestic rush production of apparel, apparel accessories, and custom sourcing. And you need to visit them at bambams.com. Make it happen fast. They're going to show you how awesome happens. And... Here's my favorite thing, and we've talked about this before, and I think this is our last week with Bam Bams oh, for, wow. for at least the time being. Um, but their goal is to provide that unique branding experience through that extraordinary customer experience yeah. and their unrelenting innovative spirit. They want you to look good in front of your clients. So visit them at BamBams.com. Make it happen fast. And, you know, if, if this is the last one and you've never gone to that website – now's the time, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Make sure that we, we feel like we're giving them value. <laughs> absolutely. This falls under the category of do yourself a favor. Yes, absolutely. Sounds good. Excellent. Now. Well, hey, Kirby, why don't you start us off with the topic this morning? Okay, cool. I've got a big list. I bet we don't get to them all, but I wanted to um, start with one that I think is topical and industry-related. Uh, as I understand it, you were at NALC this week, and so I, I kind of wanted to kind of get your feedback on the event. I didn't get to go, and I, w I was excited to hear how you thought it went. Uh, so PPAI puts on the North American Leadership Conference every year, and it's usually the, the second or third week of August, and I did go in Austin, Texas. And uh, it's a uh, about two and a half days of learning, networking, and it was phenomenal. I, I have the honor and privilege to have worked on the uh, – on the work group okay. so that helps I, I get to see kind of how the sausage is made a little bit and, yeah. and have a little input in how that sausage is made so i um i absolutely had a great time and sure. not only because of the networking and stuff but there were some really great speakers that that jumped out at me we had uh you know and it's just like any other event like there were some some swings and home runs there were some swings and singles and there was a swing and a miss or two yeah. but overall it was great so uh, the ones that stuck out for me um, were Seth Kahn, who has worked with uh, PPAI for about 18 months now. Okay. And um, he works with PPAI on strategic foresight. And I think we've spoken about uh, strategic foresight on this podcast before. And when, what, what would the PPAI or the industry populate want your association to do? So Seth talked about the importance of uh, strategic foresight. Okay. And the things that stuck out to me were the five steps to st strategic foresight that he listed. And they were, number one, to build your brain trust, to surround yourself with people who can help you think differently. Mm. Uh, number two was to identify emerging trends. Okay. Number three was rating those trends. Mm. Analy and then number four, analyzing those trends with the brain trust. Mm. 
And then the fifth one, which is key, is to operationalize that. How do you put that into the operational process so you can not necessarily see the future, but you're doing a much better job of, of predicting it. Right. Well, I'm so, being intentional, right? Absolutely. So that was real good. And that was on a, Tuesday, a Monday afternoon or Monday late morning. Um, there was a great power panel discussion about managing a brand through a crisis um, led by, uh, moderated by the lovely and talented Catherine Graham. Yeah. But uh, the panelists were Lee Strom from Sanmar. And if you remember a few years ago, Sanmar's website went down for four or five days. And, and they, it, I mean, it, it really crippled their business for a long time and talked about how they managed their way through that. Mark Simon, CEO of Halo, um, and I think that's a well-known story, but the, the bankruptcy that Halo went through um, in uh, 2001, he talked about managing through that, and that was really interesting for me, just having lived through that, and yeah. you know, it brought back a flood of memories, and, and you know, Mark and I spoke about it afterwards, and he, he, he caught my eye a few times when he was talking, and I, you know, it, was, it was a real interesting thing, but just to go through that, and even to the point where he talked about why did they choose to keep the Halo brand over the Lee Wayne brand. So real interesting on that perspective. And then Corey Halliburton, who is uh, the lead counsel for PPAI, um, he saw, spoke about it from a legal perspective. And that was, a, that was really good on uh, Monday afternoon. Wow. What a, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've been writing down the names. Of, I mean, Catherine and Mark and Lee and Corbin. That is yeah. a power panel for sure. That's really, yeah. I would have liked to heard that. And then here's one I know you would have loved. Okay. This was uh, from a, a gentleman by the name of John Perlman. And he worked at two, he worked, he's worked at BuzzFeed and Google. Mm. And it was growing your business with shareable content. And the, his talk was so fantastic. Um, he talked about how to combine emotion, identity, and information to create compelling and shareable content. And he was fantastic. Dana Zezo and I uh, ended up uh, talking to him afterwards as kind of fanboys, and that was a really good one. <laughs> but I think the best one was actually the opening, the actual opening session, the opening okay. keynote, which was, um, and I want to hear this guy talk again. This is one of those... Anyway, I'll tell you in a second. So his name is Roy Spence, and he is a founding partner in GSDNM Advertising. Okay. And they have done some really famous commercials, and I can't remember them. That's, so that's how famous they were. <laughs> I can't remember them. Um, but he was such a phenomenal speaker, and his talk was about the power. And I thought of you because you've done a session – uh, education session called uh, Building Your Business on Purpose. Mm, yeah. And the title of his keynote was The Power of Purpose in Business and Life. Mm. And it was the most dynamic keynote I've ever seen. And I'm talking, wow. I've seen Seth Godin. I've seen Gary Vaynerchuk. This guy just touched you we all decided we want him to raise our kids we just we, we we want him to raise our kids but we don't want him to meet our wives <laughs> that's um, pretty good and so he talked about ha having a definitive statement of the difference you are trying to make and he he's done a lot of work with like southwest airlines and uh other ones and, and lowe's and my favorite one so he was talking to someone at lowe's and what what is the difference you're trying to make and it was a cashier and she came up with, we're trying to help people love where they live. Mm. And he thought, that's brilliant. And that has become their definitive statement of their building their business on purpose to help people love where they live. That spoke to me like nobody's business, that keynote. So that was good. There were a couple of, of misses as well. There was one um, um, speaker who... 
she was very polished to the point where she was too polished and it was very difficult um, to really feel like she was genuine. Um, I'm sure she was, but it was too slick. It was, everything felt scripted and rehearsed. Mm -hmm. But overall, I would have to say it was the best NALC I've been to. I got more out of this one than I have in previous ones. And so kudos to PPAI, uh, David Nicholson and Kat, and uh, I'm sorry, David Nicholson and Debbie Abergel from uh, Jack Nadell, uh, David Nicholson from PCNA, who led our work group. I think it was the best NALC I've attended. And then, of course, you had the networking, which is always the best thing to, yeah. to see, to hang out with the Dana Zezzo of the world and Tom Ghost from Image Source and Paul Bellantone and Catherine Graham and uh, Adam Taylor from Essent and Nate Robeson from Nate Raining Rose. And I could go on and on. You know, Leslie Rourke from Promo Pros. All these people. Just a great, great time. Cool, man. That's that's awesome. I was really tickled to hear about this. And, uh, you know, obviously I, I didn't make it this year. And so I uh, sounds like it's a, an event that should not be missed. Well, you know, and you can have the opportunity to go next year. Next year's event will be held in Washington, D.C. Hmm. Um, the dates are generally around the same time, you know, uh, the around August 14th, 15th, somewhere around there always. Cool. Yeah. And uh, so kind of mark your mental calendar. It's, it's an event that really uh, it, it really shouldn't be missed. I mean, I walked away with some real tactical stuff. Uh, here, which was which was great. Cool, man. All right, well, cool. Do you have a you have a topic you want to bring up? I do have a topic I'd like to bring up. So I don't know if you saw this this week, but Pantone, the Pantone Institute, okay. uh, released a uh, released a color. Okay. Did you see no, that they, re- did they released a new color? No, I didn't see it. They have honored one Prince Rogers Nelson oh, with really? his own purple shade. Nice. Yes, it's called Love Symbol Number Two. <laughs> And it was inspired by Prince's custom-made Yamaha purple piano, and it's and it's the official color of his brand. Wow! Okay. So I thought that was really really um, interesting. So yeah. I started thinking about people in our industry and what colors they might have. Wow! Okay. So I thought of a couple people, and this is going to give you a chance to think of, of anybody you'd like to add to the list. Okay. But okay. Yep. So I thought of Dan- Danny Rosen. Okay. So he needed a shade that respect, you know, that, that definitely spoke to Danny's love of music, but also conveyed how much he cares and encourages others. Okay. And so that's a shade of green. So I thought he should be his his shade of green should be Harmony Emerald twenty one twelve. Okay. All right. I thought of Paul Bellantone. Okay. Now Paul Bellantone uh, has great vision and great foresight. In a very, uh, very steady way that he drives and, and pulls our industry forward, and so that's a shade of blue. So I, for Paul, his color is Steady Steel Blue One Ten. Okay. And the one ten stands for the a number of degrees it was in Austin this week <laughs> <laughs> at uh, at NALC. Okay. I thought of Dale Denham. Okay. Dale Denham, one of the most intelligent people I know, has a lot of wisdom, has a lot of confidence. Which is also a shade of blue, but it's a it's a lighter blue. So his color is clear, candid, azure blue, number eighty seven. Okay. Wow. Okay. And then I thought of Catherine Graham. Okay. She combines the stability of blue and the energy of red. So that's kind of a purple color. Okay. So I thought her color should be empowerment amethyst seventeen. 
Okay. All right. I think I should go work for Pantone. That was that's pretty impressive. That is, I've got one more. Yeah, go ahead. I thought of you, oh, Kirby. Okay. 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 I thought of your enthusiasm, your continual happiness and joy, mm-hmm. and the encouragement you give others, and that's kind of a shade of orange. Oh, so okay. I am giving you, Kirby, charismatic atomic tangerine two eighty. <laughs> wow, man, that is. Thank you. Thank you. So, so who else in the industry should be given their own color? And, and what color would it be? Okay, gosh. Um, so this is a perfect example of the unscripted nature of this podcast. So yep. it's funny because as you start talking, I, I wrote down um, Mark Graham, Danny Rosen, Paul Bellantone, and then you named them all. So, uh, so Oops. No, it's totally good. Actually, you didn't name Mark, did you? you no, said, I didn't. You did Catherine. I okay, did Catherine. So, so it was funny because I wrote down, you wrote, you, Danny, I came back to Danny because I came and I, gosh, I didn't go through the, the uh, detailed names. So the colors that came to mind, right? Mm-hmm. Like just boom. Um, I, I thought of uh, how Danny is generous and mm-hmm. kind of leads with his heart. So I came, you know, I, I thought of red. Nice. So, so, Very I nice. Mean, no, uh, and 186, if you want nope. to do that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, actually, Mark was one of the people. I, I feel like he is, um, you know, Mark has a bit of a soothing in, uh, in the industry, and like almost like sitting by the ocean. So I came up with light blue for him. Uh, like that? Yeah, light. Um, and then um, we always mention Mr. Dana Zezzo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Dana Zezzo, I just I can't help but think of camo. I, I, he's the outdoors guy that, uh, you know, he's out hunting and probably fishing right now. So I don't think that's actually a color, but camo is what comes to mind. So those are, right. the, those are the three that popped into my head. Right. So nice. I like that. Yeah. I like so, that a lot. Yeah. So, so what, so I'd love to ask our unscripted audience, if you could think of people who should have a color in our industry, who should they be and what color should they be? We'd yeah. like to hear that. Yeah. I would definitely like for someone to, to yeah, give that some thought like you have because you, uh, you had some good ones there, man. Oh, thank you. All right. What do you got for me? Got another topic? Yeah. So I was trying to think, um, and, you know, we were talking about this right before we, we started recording. You know, I think sometimes uh, you topics just come to mind, right? Like when right. we're getting ready to do this, we really do just come up with the topics. And this week I was really struggling. Um, mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden a bunch came to my mind. But mm-hmm. the one that was right at the top uh, was this one is, you know, I think that you and I have talked about we each have the opportunity to evolve. And I yes. think individually as a person, you look at yourself and you're, you give yourself permission to evolve. But mm-hmm. we don't always give other people the permission, you know, like Correct. I think sometimes you think of that person who said something to 10 years ago and you think that they're a jackass and you don't really think, well, gosh, they could be different now. They could have evolved. Mm-hmm. And that topic was kind of swirling around my mind. And I'm like, what am I better at today than I was 10 years ago? Right. Right. And so um, I, that was what I was like, there's, you know, through developing new businesses, through doing a bunch of stuff, I've evolved, I think, as a leader, as a person, whatever. Right. And so I started thinking of things I'm better at than I was 10 years ago. Okay. I can give you a couple of mine, and I wanted to know if you had thoughts about things that you're better at than you Oh, were I can absolutely come up with that. Okay. So you want me absolutely. to go first, or you go first? Yeah, go ahead. But I, uh, I know what I'm going to say, but yeah, you go first. I've okay. done too much yapping already on this no, episode. No, it's good. I think, you know, it's interesting. I think one of my weaknesses uh, still as a human is my patience. I struggle mm-hmm. with patience. But I think from 10 years ago, I'm much better at that. 
Um, I'm, you know, I'm certainly the, the brewery thing has, has made me be more patient. Um, and I think that in business more and more, it's a long term play. Like you need right. to think legacy, not just profit for the for the quarter. If you want to succeed, so I think I've gotten better with patience. I think I've gotten better with empathy and listening. Um, mm-hmm. I, I for a long time, if somebody cut me off in traffic, I automatically decided they were a bad human, right? <laughs> As opposed to necessarily, you know, sometimes you can look through their lens and go, well, you know, what's going on in their world that makes them be that way? And I'm getting a little bit better at that. That's these are ongoing journeys, by the way, right? Um, and then, you know, um, I think that, you know, just basic tactical stuff I've hopefully gotten better at. I, I, I think the big one is that I'm much more willing to listen and learn from people. I think mm-hmm. you and I have talked about it. I have historically been like, no, I've got this. Right. Like, I don't need anybody's help. And I think I've gotten better at going, well, let's wait a second. Other people might have perspectives that I um, can really learn from. And I think I've gotten better. Those are three that pop into my head. So No, I think those yeah. are great ones. Yeah. How about you? Okay, so um, I, I I thought about um, I think I'm much better. I'm a big believer that you, we all evolve. I am not the same person at 47 than I was at 42, yeah. any more than that my 14 year old boys are the same kids they were at they were nine. Same five year period. Um, we allow kids to grow up. We allow kids to evolve. But then all of a sudden, once you hit 26 or whatever, that's just who you are. And right. I think that's I, I think that's complete bullshit. Um, I'd like to think I'm a much more effective communicator. Uh, as a whole, um, I, I've always kind of staked who I am on communicating, but I feel like I'm always evolving and doing that better. And uh, so I think I'm, I'm continually learning how to do that both in the written word and in the spoken word um, and in working with, uh, not to get all business speak, but working internally with cross-functional partners, but also learning to or, or evolving in the way I communicate with uh, just people in the industry. Sure. So I think that that's been an improvement. I think following through on my own personal commitments, not commitments to others. So I want to be very clear on that. If I say I'm going to do something, I do it. Um, but I think in the past I used to let myself off the hook for not doing things that were important to me. Mm, yeah. I would I would put too much emphasis on making sure I got everything else done for everybody else, and you know you can't pour out of an empty cup. Mm-hmm. And so I would allow my cup to get empty. I think I'm much better at making sure I have balance in my life. Mm-hmm. That I can follow through on the commitments I've made to others, but then also hold myself accountable to the commitments I've made to myself. So, for example, you know, doing a blog post every week, making sure that I do that. If five, six years ago, I wouldn't have followed through on that. Right. Absolutely not. So yeah. I'm doing that better. And then I think the third one, and it's a li- it's similar to yours, is I le- I've learned how to uh, delegate in in. Mm maybe lead better um you know i very much used to be a like you if if it's got to be done i got to be the one that does it and there are 18 different ways to drive from coshocton ohio to nashville tennessee and my way may not be the right way right but if we're all focused on the same destination i'd like to see how others get there because maybe there's a way i don't understand maybe there's a way that i can learn from so i think i'm, I'm a much better uh, much better at that as well yeah that's a really good one because i think you know what, what i've found is when i open myself up to listening to really smart people whether it's in the industry or outside the industry to your point, you might be like, well, I should go down this highway or I should go down this highway to get to right. Nashville. And then somebody says, well, why don't you just fly? And then, right. you know, and then, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. that's a great idea. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so that's cool stuff. Oh. Yeah. Well, good. 
All right, so here's – I don't know if this is really a topic, but I just wanted to mention this. Okay. So um, at NALC, I, I ran into a couple of people who listened to our podcast and okay. uh, certainly enjoy them and got a lot of great kudos for it. But also some people said, you know, I wish you wouldn't say a certain thing or I wish you hadn't expressed yourself in a certain way. Okay. And I don't think people really – and I, I just want to reiterate, this is called unscripted for a reason. Mm-hmm. I never – Almost never. I shouldn't say never. Very rarely do I go back and listen to a podcast. But when I do, there's always ways I wish I would have said something differently. Or I wish I would have said something I forgot about. Or I wish I wouldn't have expressed myself in exactly that way or used that specific example. Mm -hmm. Right? Essentially what we do on this podcast is we record a conversation Kirby and I are having. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. So it would just be like... Uh, somebody recording a phone call you have with a close friend, but you happen to be talking about business and culture and whatever, there's going to be mistakes. Right. And I think part of what makes this successful on some level to the level it is successful mm-hmm. is the fact that it is 100% exactly. <laughs> I will not, we will not edit that out. Um, it is 100% authentic. Right. 100%. Warts and all. Quite literally, um, quite literally, we record the podcast. I hit stop recording. I hit a button called mix. It takes about three minutes to mix it, so it sounds nice and purdy. I hit download. I download it to my PC. Then I upload it to Dropbox, and then I send it over to Kirby's team, and they put the music in the the deep voice guy on the front end and the back end, and that's it. Yep. I mean, we, we, we're recording this. It is 8.06 Thursday morning on uh, August 17th. This will be ready to be uploaded in about six minutes. Yep. And it'll be ready to be sent out to the masses tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll actually be ready in about two hours to be sent to the masses, but it'll be ready for tomorrow. So I want to underscore the fact that that's, there's a reason we do it this way. And I didn't know if you wanted to chime in on that because I think it's important that people really do understand this is unscripted. We don't edit things out. Not that, and, and I don't know if, I don't think we should. I don't ever want to. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's interesting because I think um, you and me to a lesser degree, but you in particular here recently have gotten, um, you know, we've gotten a lot of feedback about opinions and whatever. But, you know, I think it's interesting. I think everybody's got opinions, right? And Absolutely. And so I, I always find it fascinating when, um, and I don't know, the irony of it is, is interesting to me when, you know, we state an opinion and then someone else has an opinion that our opinion is wrong. So that's cool, but why is it okay for you to have an opinion and us not like that's right. a, that's an interest like i always say everybody's got opinions a lot of people don't have ability everybody's got ideas not everybody will execute and, right you know so what we are doing is is i think we've figured out a way for us to create uh, a piece of content on a regular basis right yep. because i think that's part of it too i think you and i are such believers in consistency mm-hmm. that quite frankly that's a, more important to either of us than the polish or the shine Absolutely. And it's so important. we do Absolutely. it that way on purpose. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there's going to be some warts. And yes, we, we might misspeak. But on the other hand, I think that this serves as a vehicle where we create conversation. And I'm kind of proud of that. I, I am too. So I'm not necessarily apologizing yeah. for it. Oh, yeah. I want. I just wanted to make sure that people really do understand 
it's simply recording a conversation. Yeah. I never know. I never know what Kirby's going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Kirby doesn't know what I'm going to talk about, and so I, I think we both like that. Uh, I don't. I guess dangerous aspect of it yeah. that we go into. It keeps me on my toes. I, I listen, and uh, it's fun. It's, it's something we enjoy. I will tell you, it's the easiest and most fun content I produce all week, and I would venture to say it's the same for Kirby. Yeah, for sure. No, it's good. Cool. I'm glad you brought it up. All right, we've got. Zero time left, exactly. friend. We are out of time. <laughs> so, sure. um, and unfortunately, Bam Bams is out of time for sponsoring this fine program. <laughs> but fortunately for you, promotional products distributors, they are your partner for domestic rush production of apparel, apparel accessories, and custom sourcing. Yep. So what's unfortunate for us as an audience is that today they say goodbye for a little bit. And we have a new sponsor next week, and we're excited about that. We'll, we'll talk about that next week. What is fortunate for everyone is that Bam Bams is right there for you. You visit them at bambams.com. Make it happen fast. And they are going to do everything in their power to build a relationship with you, to help you build a relationship with your client. They want to make you look good. They know that when they make you look good, it makes them look good. Right? What's the old Vidal Sassoon thing? When you look good, we look good. So... Please visit bambams.com, make it happen fast. And, and I'd like to take this opportunity to thank Ben Taylor and his team at Bam Bams for their sponsorship of Unscripted uh, these past 10 weeks. It's been a blast, and I hope we can do it again sometime. Thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. Unscripted is available every Friday at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry.